Biden administration finally speaks out against the Dante Wright shooting. Finally. Let's talk about it, y'all. Middle America. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is absolutely no. Um, I was literally gearing up to shoot a video. Pay no attention to uh, this fella in the blue shirt. I was gearing up right now to shoot a video about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And right before I jumped on, um, I see uh, this from uh, the great Izzy Jimenez. Now, Isabel is... Uh, part of our community facebook.com backslash america middle if you'd like to join membership is currently free uh you can join there you can talk it's a free speech environment let me warn you it's a free speech environment you can talk there facebook.com backslash america middle. so right as i'm firing up my aoc video uh i see this gem this is from the rational national i think it is and um, apparently, Mr. Biden has finally spoken out against the 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 uh, the Dante Wright murder that we've we've all seen. Now, um, look, uh, I listen to both sides, right? So I'm subscribed to Ben Shapiro and and who's the other guy, Glenn Beck, and all the rest of it. And um, you pretty much hear the same thing all the time. Well. Uh, you can't rush to judgment. Wait till all the facts come out. Um, although they don't have that same uh, sort of uh, understanding with Dante Wright, because as Matt Walsh has stated, Dante Wright robbed someone at gunpoint and took eight hundred and ten dollars. I think. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Mr. Wright hasn't been convicted of that crime. He's been accused of that crime, but for some reason. The very non-racist uh, white folks at uh, the Daily Caller and all these other places immediately assume that he's guilty. But then when we see a police officer shoot and kill this unarmed man on camera, hey, we need to wait till all the facts come out. This is what these right-wingers do. And that's because what I was told was it's because of Donald Trump and Donald Trump is an arch racist. And I had some very, very well-meaning and nice white people telling me that Donald Trump is a fascist and that I was being selfish for trying to prioritize uh, uh, black people when I said that uh, Joe Biden was a horrible racist and he actually did things to destroy my community that were not on Twitter. He actually passed laws that destroyed my community and partnered with people that were literally in the KKK. I had another silly, very non-racist white liberal talk to me about how Joe Biden, what do you mean Joe Biden's a racist? What are you talking about? Then I sent him the racial jungle quote. He goes, oh, that was 1977. And then somebody was like, are you kidding me? This is the guy that did the crime bill that ruined black America. Well, <laughs> So Joe Biden is not a racist, and he's much better for black people than Trump. So now he's going to comment, and he's not going to say all the bullshit that white people generally do on the right, where you're talking about, oh, we have to wait till see what happens. And then, uh, you know, you know, Trump did, you know, Trump did a little uh, political theater 
you know, he he actually met with some families uh, after the shoot. Did you know that? Did you know that, dear listener? Here we go. Trump signs order on police force after meeting victims' families. That happened 16 June 2020. But now uh, here's the police shooting. Uh, Mr. Joe Biden is the president. And then we've got Kamala Harris, a woman of color. And this is all better for black people. Okay. Yes. Watch this. I haven't called uh, Dante Wright's family, but. Wait, you haven't called his family? Aren't you supposed to meet with them? I mean, don't you love black people, Joe Biden? Isn't that what you silly people were telling me? We continue. Uh, our prayers with their family. <laughs> I thought the I thought I thought the Democrats were tired of the term thoughts and prayers for recurring national tragedies. Isn't that what they said? Thoughts and prayers are crap, and we need to start taking action and changing stuff. Isn't that what they told us? Isn't that the left? Isn't that the Democrats? Thoughts and prayers never he hasn't even met with the family yet, huh? Met with them. He hasn't even called them. We could assume neither has Kamala. Nice house, Negro. There, you see her. Really tragic thing. Tragic. That happened. We're and uh, but I think uh, we got to wait and see what the investigation shows. Uh, and what? 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 A secret. Crap. Wait. Wait and see what the investigation shows. Well. How is that different from Ben Shapiro or the other P? I thought this guy was pro-black. Wait for the wait for wait for the the trial. Why? We saw what happened. We saw what happened. The guy was unarmed. What do you what else do you need to see? Huh. Very interesting. It's all it's almost like his response and Trump's response and Ben Shapiro's response are like indiscernible. You all watched, I assume as I did, the film, which is fairly the body cam, which is fairly, uh, fairly graphic. Um, the question is, was it an accident? Was it intentional? No, that's not the question. <laughs> the question of whether or not it was accident or intentional is just pertinent to how long this woman should be sentenced. The question that we're asking is, is justice actually going to happen at all? And you're the president of the United States, and here you are making the defense's case for them. Because I'm sure if we had a camera, uh, if we had a video of Dante Wright shooting this white lady, I'm certain that that's the type of treatment he'd be getting right now. Right? That remains to be determined uh, uh, by a full-blown investigation. Mm. But in the meantime, I want to make it clear again. Okay, so that that right there, we need to have a, an, a full-blown investigation. But now he's going to say, I need to make something clear. Well, I wonder what he wants to make clear, that, that Black Lives Matter. Is he going to reaffirm the value of Black Lives? Is he going to talk about how... Uh, during the entire Trump administration, every time there was one of these scenarios, he and Ms. Harris were extremely vocal. Is he going to talk about that now? Because now he's shifting our focus to something. Let's see what he talks about. There's absolutely no justification, none, for, for looting. 
for shooting unarmed black men. There's no justification, none, for shooting unarmed black men. I'm sure that's what he's going to say. Hold on, let me rewind. But in the meantime, I want to make it clear again. There is absolutely no justification, none, for looting. No. <laughs> Who does that sound like? Who does that sound like? Listen, Negroes, I understand. The guy was on, kid was unarmed. He looks just like your son. You were saying there was going to be, I know you, you dumb. Listen, if you were black and you voted for this dude because you thought stuff was going to change, you deserve what you get. You deserve it. This man went right into the, the, the belly of the beast, as it were, with Charlemagne the God. Talking about if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. This guy views black people as always being subservient to him. And he gets to define black identity. I actually had to say this for this silly person who couldn't understand why the you ain't black comment was a racist thing to say. I actually had to shoot an entire video on the Middle America Facebook page for that one silly individual. But I'm not mad at him. If you're, look, 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 listen, guys, I don't care what people call themselves Democrat, Republican, left, right. There are many white people in this country that understand that the disparity in the way that we're treated by law enforcement benefits them. And they're not very invested in changing that scenario for them or their children. That's just a fact. They don't care and nor should they. They have their own agenda. Black people, you silly, silly group of people who had an opportunity to actually do something in South Carolina or North Carolina, but be with Ben, uh, with Bernie Sanders, a guy who actually went to prison on the right side of history in the 60s and the 70s with the civil rights movement. You had that guy, and then you had Crime Bill Biden, and you chose Crime Bill Biden. So now you get what you get. You deserve it. All the silly racist white people on the left and the right that, that were trying to... The only reason I'm saying they're silly is because I'm an actual lover of my people and I know a couple things. But racist white people on the right or left are not silly for voting in Biden. They're doing exactly what is necessary to maintain their power structure for them and their children. And I commend them for it. You can't be mad at people for that. But you did this, black person in North Carolina who voted for this person, who didn't even pretend. You know, Joe Biden resents black people so much that he couldn't even pretend and lie to us that he was going to do something for us on Charlemagne's show. That's how much he hates you. Unbelievable. No justification for violence. No justification for violence. He's wrong. Uh, Mr. Biden, you live in the United States of America. We were established by people who got violent because of taxation on slave labor. Those British people, they helped you out in the Spanish-American War. So the king decided to increase taxes to compensate. And uh, the Sons of Liberty, which is a terrorist organization, went and... Uh, enforced an embargo on local shops completely flouting the spirit of capitalism and anybody that did not listen to them they terrorized they used mafioso tactics they destroyed their stores they kidnapped and tortured them until they stopped doing work with the british that is a fact 
Brother King was trying to get uh, civil rights passed. He got half of the bill passed and the other half of the bill he could never get passed. Brother King gets assassinated and then we have the Holy Week uprising. And wouldn't you know it, after Mr. Johnson sent the National Guard and all the rest of it, and we did about $34 million in damages, wouldn't you know Mr. Johnson then signed the, uh, the Civil Rights Act in 1964, I believe it was. Stop saying that violence doesn't solve anything. In America, we have violence against the state written into our Constitution. Isn't that what you right-wing people always tell me? Vin, Vin, Vin. They say, why do you need an AR-15 in your house? Listen, Vin, I have an AR-15, not for hunting or home defense. Vin, the Second Amendment was written so that we could form militias in case the government ever overstepped and tried a tyrannical overthrow like what happened with the British. Now, I'm a Christian pacifist, so I can consistently say violence is inappropriate for Christians. I can't say that for non-Christians, but I can say it for Christians. But Joe Biden, you can't say violence is never appropriate. You can't say that. Joe Biden, you sent us into Iraq to commit acts of violence against defenseless people who couldn't do anything to us. Mr. Biden, you also supported troops in Afghanistan. We've been there for 20 years. I heard Mr. Biden's going to pull the troops out. Like my brother Larry said, we'll believe it when we see it. So this silly lie that violence doesn't solve anything. Violence is the American way. Violence is the American way. That's how we were born as a country. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, I cut off the president. Let me let me let me finish what he has to say. That remains to be determined. Uh, peaceful protest, understandable. This is who Joe Biden has been his entire career. Somebody who is so concerned about what conservatives are saying. Now, this brother is a bit naive because he's saying Oh, he's playing to his conservative crowd. No, he's not, bro. This is Joe Biden. This is uh, Joe Biden. I don't want my kids having to share the same bus with those nigger black people. This is Joe Biden working with Strom Thurmond, Grand Wizard of the KKK. This is Joe Biden talk calling us predators on the the and beyond the pale as he was justifying his his criminal an inhumane gulag uh, uh, inference of a law in the crime bill that was targeted against us. So this is not him worrying about what conservatives are going to say. He has the opportunity here to actually use his platform, use his power to educate people on what is going on, on why people are angry, on why these protests keep happening. They keep happening because nothing is done. <laughs> look, look, look at this, brother. Look at his face. Look how genuine this guy is. I almost feel sorry for him. Because he genuinely is like, you missed an opportunity, my brother. <laughs> he didn't miss any opportunity. This is who he is. And no, he was not appealing to his conservative constituents. Because this guy is still under the impression that all the racists are on the on the right. 
Listen, I encountered way more racists on the left last year. All these, all, all you well-meaning white people who were telling me that I should have overlooked all the, the decades, the four decades of racist ideology, racist rhetoric, and racist policy, and racist partnerships. You silly leftist racist white people told me to ignore all that because CNN had decided that Donald Trump was worse for my folks than him, and you knew better than us. So this guy right here, you could tell the, the brother's a true believer. He really thought, hey, man, you really missed an opportunity. He doesn't realize what he's dealing with. Over and over and over again, you're seeing unarmed black men being killed by police and nothing is changing. No, they're not. You guys are just complaining. You silly Negroes. You guys aren't getting shot and killed at any rates. And by the way, if you are, it's your fault. Isn't that what they say? Isn't that what they say? All right. Let's see what this guy That's says. why these protests often escalate into violence because people are pissed off, nothing is changing. If you actually care about stopping violent protests, then you should get to the root of the issue, which is solving police violence. But he doesn't care. <laughs> he didn't even meet with these people, much less call them. It happened in Minnesota. You know what else is happening in Minnesota right now? Isn't the Chauvin trial happening in Minnesota? I think the the uh the sister of george floyd was also the teacher of dante wright so she gets to bury just keeps burying people that are important to her don't you think that this would be one of those occasions where he's like man i gotta go down there i gotta go down there and see what the hell is going on over there what about you camilla you're a person of color you're down with the struggle all my white leftist friends were saying come on how could you you, you got camilla there are lots of black women that Mr. Biden could select. You think Stacey, you think Abramson, you think a uh, young lady from Georgia, you think she'd be as silent about this as Kamala is? You think, you think Abrams would have sat there like a good little house Negro while Biden was spouting off that nonsense and not said something? She would have said something, and that's why she was not selected. They selected somebody who had a proven record over two decades of using the law to further the agenda of white supremacy. We already did a video about Kamala. That's why she was selected. But this is not only bad rhetoric. Joe Biden, of course, also does not have actual, uh, uh, an actual uh, policy platform that would change the approach to policing. He doesn't have a policy platform. Duh! Don't you remember what happened when Charlemagne said, what are you going to do for us? I don't need to tell you nothing, nigger. You don't vote for me, you ain't black. Now watch some silly chucklehead in the comment section say, he didn't say the word nigger. So first, let me show you just some data here that Joe Biden could have brought up to uh, discuss and educate people on. This is from mappingpoliceviolence.org. I'll link to this below the video so you can go through all this yourself. But here it says uh, black people are... Now I'm going to let this guy do his stats. Because this guy really believes that if people just understood the stats, that that would change their mind. David, these people know. They just don't care. So that's, that's the truth. Most likely to be killed by police. 
three times more likely to be killed by police than white people, 1.3 times more likely to be unarmed compared to white people, police killing black We're more likely to be unarmed compared to white people. At higher rates than white people in 47 of the 50 largest, uh, largest cities, Chicago police killed black people at 22 times the rate of white people per population from 2013 to 2020. Some more here. This stat's crazy. Seven of the 100 largest city police departments kill black men at higher rates than the U.S. murder rate. <laughs> at higher rates than the U.S. murder rate. Uh-huh. Joe Biden could have brought any of this stuff up. Mm, could have. It's true. This last You're one right. here. Uh, there's no accountability. 98.3% of killings by police from 2013 to 2020 have not resulted in in officers being charged with a crime. That's because they have This is why them. these protests keep happening. People are pissed off. Nothing is changing. It's true. But again, Joe Biden, so concerned about what the conservatives or Republicans are saying. I, I completely disagree with brother about that. But, but he is, he's naive. He's naive. There has not been a massive outcry from the Democratic Party about this because the Democratic Party is a racist institution. That's a fact. They've always been a racist institution. They never stopped being a racist institution. Oh, but they put up Barack Obama. They put up Barack Obama and Barack Obama selected Joe Biden as a vice president. Now of all human beings, all homo sapiens on the planet, why do you think Mr. Obama selected Joe Biden as his running mate? Why do you think that is? It's because Joe Biden is a representative of, uh, of, of white racist legislators. And Mr. Obama was signaling to them. People were like, well, he, chose, he had to choose a white guy. There's lots of white guys he could have chose. He could have chose Bernie Sanders. No, he chose a specific kind of white guy to signal to white people that being black was not going to be on the agenda for him as president. That's obvious. And that's why he got two terms. Please watch Get Out. The incredibly horrible racist patriarch of that family said he voted for Obama twice and would have voted for him a third time. Right. Because Obama went out and furthered white supremacy and the, the, the empire... Uh, aspiration, the global empire aspirations of the United States of America. He furthered that agenda foreign and domestically he furthered white supremacy and he did nothing for us so that by the end of his term, P. Diddy and other black people turned against him, including Stephen A. Smith. Democratic Party is infested with racists. That's obvious. And these people do not care if you live or die. That's also obvious. And look, please miss me with the, oh, well, you know, if please stupid games, lose stupid prizes. Listen, if you guys would just stop resisting arrest, if you would just stop resisting arrest, then, then we would stop killing you. But you niggers, you keep resisting arrest. Why don't you be like white people when they get arrested? They're all peaceful and stuff. Look, look, here's one. Good Samaritans to the rescue. They helped a deputy who was allegedly attacked in moments after a suspect attacked him with his own taser. As soon as I grabbed him, watch this. I grabbed him, Watch this story. 
started after he pulled over 30-year-old Brian Roquet in Dade City Tuesday. He jumped out of the vehicle. He looked at me um, and taunted me to kind of chase him, gave me the, come on, let's go. Uh, so this dude tried to carjack a woman, failed, jumped in his car. He's in hot pursuit. He gets pulled over, and he starts taunting the deputy. Ah, interesting. The arrest report shows Roquet tried to carjack a woman, failed, and took off once again. Goodwald tackled Roquet when he... So, so look, the officer was chasing this dude, not because he had expired plates or something like that, and then looked at the report and saw, hmm, this guy's got a carjacking, which is what happened with Dante. That's not what happened. This officer was specifically going after him in about five minutes of proximity to him attempting to carjack a woman. So he knew he was violent. Let's continue. Up to him, but when the deputy went to radio for backup, he says Roquet grabbed his taser, stunning them both. The suspect also reportedly tried to take the deputy's gun. Holy shit, that guy is dead. That guy is dead, because we know... That officers only kill, they kill people when they feel like their life is on the line. And this dude has already displayed a violent affect. He's a, he, he tried to carjack a woman. He's taunting the officer. Now they're in a scuffle. He reaches for the taser and reaches for the service pistol. This guy's going to get bodied. This is terrible. Please, your discretion is advised. It's about to get graphic. Intent was to do whatever he had to do to avoid being arrested, including killing me. That he was going to do whatever he wanted, he had to do in order to evade arrest, included kill me. This kid is dead, bro. When some good Samaritan stepped in, he says, including a neighbor who jumped on Roquet's back. I would say to him, thank you. you. You did me a great service. Despite briefly fearing for his life, Goodwald calls this the best possible outcome. He's alive, and the suspect is alive to face justice. Wait, what? He didn't kill him? I mean, he was in fear for his life. It was a violent criminal thug who went for his taser and his service pistol. And the cop says the best possible scenario in that situation is that I'm alive and the suspect is alive. That's true. That's true. I agree. And I'm glad officers showed so much restraint. What, 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 what's this? How police dealt with this guy. As Matthew Bernard was suspected of murder, but it's not known why he stripped off all of his clothes and ran into the streets. Notice how they said suspected of murder. You watch how these folks character. You watch how uh, Kundis Owens, you watch how they characterize Dante Wright. You watch if they say, well, he was a, a suspect in a, a robbery or he was accused of. You watch if they talk about him as if he actually committed a crime or if he was just accused. But here you've got a white guy who's accused of murder and is clearly not in his right mind and the cop is running away from him. An officer wow. used mace to try to stop Bernard, but he kept on running straight at <laughs> Galden. <laughs> he's choking. Now he's choking a civilian. Choking a civilian. The civilian's looking at the cop, 
and 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 the crazy dude. Look look at that face. Look at that face. They're both looking at the officer. <laughs> the dude agrees. He's like, please help me. And this this guy is probably full of spirits. He's he's probably I mean he's probably out of his mind at this point. Galden in a church parking lot. I was just saying, good Lord, get me out of it, and I was fighting him as much as I could. Bernard then took off down the road where he was stopped by officers working with a police dog. Uh, down there it says the man is suspecting to, of killing two adults and a child. Suspected of killing two adults and a child. He made it out of that altercation alive. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, th this, this is... <laughs> Yeah, some of the stuff, some of the stuff you 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 kind of have to see to believe. Uh, here's here's another one. Here's Robert Dare Jr. He told police he attacked the Planned Parenthood clinic because he was upset with them performing abortions and the selling of baby parts. Well, I'm upset at Planned Parenthood for doing that too. But you do not solve an injustice like killing babies by killing more people. It's just a public service announcement. And he admitted to fairly sh fatally shooting an arriving officer through a tinted window because he knew the officer couldn't see him. And he then, uh, I think he shot, he shot a couple more people that worked in the clinic or whatnot. Um, and there you have it. He made it out alive to stand trial. He made it out alive. Dante Wright is dead. I think I think killing a police officer probably counts as resisting arrest. I'm not sure. Somehow he made it out alive in that situation. How did that happen? Huh? Yeah, it, it is untrue. Uh, here, here's here's the last video I'll show you. Uh, here, look, guys, listen, black people. All you have to do is be compliant, and uh, the white Gestapo uh, police officer will not kill you. You Negroes just need to learn to follow orders and you'll be okay. New video this morning shows the moments leading up to the police shooting of an unarmed black man in Florida. The mental health worker is shown with his hands up next to a patient. He was in the street trying to retrieve an autistic man who wandered away from a group home. The shooting victim survived. Benita Nair is in our New York studio with his account of how the encounter unfolded. Benita, good morning. Good morning. Okay, right there, it looks like he's just on the ground with his hands up, but we know police would never shoot somebody on the ground with their hands up like that because that would be, you know, police don't shoot people who follow orders. North Miami police told CBS News they North received Miami. a 911 call Monday about an armed man who was threatening suicide, but instead they encountered an autistic man and his caretaker, Charles Kinsey. Kinsey was shot. Yesterday, he shared his story from his hospital bed. Lying in the middle of a North Miami street, Charles Kinsey tried to coax an autistic man back to a mental health center. I was really worried, more worried about him than myself. You can hear Kinsey, a counselor, advising his patient. The young man in his 20s sat cross-legged while holding a white toy truck. Kinsey was unarmed. 
yet instinctively he kept his hands in the air. As long as I got my hands up, they're not going to shoot me. This is what I'm thinking. They're not going <laughs> to Hey, I got my hands up. I'm on my back, obviously d displaying non-threatening affect. They're not going to shoot me. I mean, after all, they didn't just shoot the, the carjacker. They didn't shoot him. And they didn't shoot the guy who, who bodied uh, two adults and basically killed an entire family and then went and choked somebody. But, so they're not going to shoot me. <laughs> shoot me. Wow. Was I wrong? Kinsey said he heard two gunshots. He was hit once in his right leg. I'm like, I still got my hands in there. I say, no, I just got shot. He really feels like he did everything that he could possibly do to cooperate. Hilton Napoleon is Kinsey's attorney. There's no justification for shooting an unarmed person who's talking to you and telling you that they don't have a gun and that they're, they're a mental health counselor. A second amateur video shows the aftermath as officers with long guns searched both men. They cuffed my hands and they flipped me over. And I'm standing there, I'm like, sir, why did you shoot me? And his, ex and his words to me, he said, I don't know. Now, that officer, that officer uh, ended up with, uh, I think, five months probation. And, and, and he had to write a 2,500-word essay on gun safety. Hmm? Come on. Come on, niggers. What more do you want? They shot him. And he looked, he looked at the guy and said, man, why'd you shoot me, bro? <laughs> I was on the ground. I was doing everything you said. I did everything you said to do. Why did you shoot me? And the, the officer said, I don't know. Now, where were they? North Miami. Uh-huh. You know what's interesting? North Miami Beach. This is after the shooting occurred. Well, stop using mug shots for target practice. You notice that right there? You see those bullet holes? That's target practice. They go out to the range. These, these North Miami police officers, they go out to the range. And when they go out to the range, that is what they were practicing on. Black men's mugshots. Now, anybody that's ever been in any sort of military context will tell you that when you're in an extremely stressful situation, you fall back on your training. This officer says, I don't know. I don't know why I shot you. I believe him. I don't think that cop said, I'm going to buck up and, and, and uh, get me a nigger today. I don't think that's what happened. What happened was he was at the range. And he was taught that black men are threatening. And that you need to put holes in them when you're threatened. So he was in a threatening situation in his mind. And so that's what he did. He fell back on his training. Now, there's a whole bunch of you in this audience that, that have already decided what side they're on. Some of you are saying, oh, yeah, we know all this stuff, and it's really terrible. We got to work to change this. And many of you are like, uh, well, 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 you can't blame Biden for. And this is the reason why this is the reason why throughout the entire Trump administration, when these left-wing uh, 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 race hucksters, these white left-wing race hucksters would get on TV and talk about how horrible Trump was, I never bought it and I said it was insulting because they were using black bodies as pawns to get political power.
And if you silly Negroes do not figure that out, there is nothing, nothing that will help you. Holy moly. This kid, 20 years old, has got a baby who's never going to see his dad again. And the most that you didn't have the decency to go down to the state that's probably going to, it's on fire right now. We got the Chauvin trial, then you got this. And God help Minnesota if that guy gets off. And you didn't have the decency to meet with those people, much less call them. And then you trot out the same talking points as, oh, I know that we saw him get shot on camera. I saw him unarmed. We got to look at all the facts and we have to reserve judgment. Because she reserved judgment when she put those bullets in that boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, man. If there is any uh, truth to Christianity, I am living and breathing proof. Because believe you me, I am not that guy. I don't believe in peaceful protest. I am not inclined toward peaceful protest. And God help this state if anything ever happens to my boys. But it's Jesus. It's just Jesus. If it wasn't for him, whoo. If it wasn't for Jesus of Nazareth, boy, I'll tell you what. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, if, if you if you were one of those uh, 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 silly leftists who were sitting here paternalistically telling black people that they don't know what's best for them and you didn't realize how racist you actually were, welcome. And if you're even worse, if you're black and you you were silly enough in the age of the internet, in the age of 2020, all you had to do was five minutes of research on the guy and you were silly enough to listen to these white people on CNN and MSNBC tell you that they knew what was best for you. You deserve all of this. Wake up, please. All y'all talking about you woke. You now woke nothing. You voted for Joe Biden. You're silly as hell, bro. <sighs> anyway, um, so... Uh, look, blame Izzy Jimenez for this video. I was going to make an AOC video, and now here we are, dear listener. Love your neighbor. Take care of each other. Middle America, we are the media. Until next time, guys.